Chapter 11 Hunger. That was pretty much what the spider mind had to say. Hunger. It was hungry. It wanted to hunt. It wanted to kill. It wanted to eat up a few nice juicy bugs. It was hungry. Did I mention hunger? And it didn't care what kind of bug. Could be beetles, could be grasshoppers, could be crickets, could be a big mean mantis. The spider didn't care. It ruled the world of bugs. It was to bugs what a lion is to a herd of antelopes. It was a shark among guppies. They could run from the wolf spider, but they couldn't hide. Motion! Something moved left to right across my field of vision, and I was after it like a dog after a rabbit. Eight legs powered up, and I blew across the forest floor like a drag racer firing out of the starting gate. The world was weird to my eight spider eyes. I saw colors no human ever saw. It was like when you mess with the color and tint knobs on the TV. Things that should have been brown were blue, and green was red or whatever. From some angles, the pictures were almost clear, but a second later, everything would shatter into bits, and I'd be watching a million tiny monitors at once. I never could make logical sense out of it. But mostly, what I saw was movement. I was very, very interested in movement. My eyes and every hair on my disgusting little body were about spotting movement. And when the right thing moved, my body just answered all on its own. It was a rush, as they used to say in my dad's day. A charge. It was like tapping into the main pipe of adrenaline. It was electric. It was nuclear. I blew across pine needles and fallen leaves and over patches of dirt, and I kept that moving bug in my field of vision, and I knew what I was doing. I mean, I knew I was Marco, a human in morph, and I knew I didn't really want to eat that racing bug, but man, I was too jazzed to stop. The prey was running, and I was the predator. I had evolved for hundreds of millions of years to do exactly this. When Tyrannosaurus Rex was still millions of years away from even thinking about evolving, tiny arachnid hunters were killing and eating. The entire history of Homo sapiens, from caveman to soccer mom, was a blip in the history of spiders. I was death on eight legs. It was a beetle. That's what I was chasing. A big old beetle, much larger than I was. Larger and slower. He grew in my distorted field of vision. He grew and grew, and I powered on. I wish I could explain why I kept on with the hunt. Sometimes the animal brain takes over for a while and sort of overwhelms the human mind. But that's not what was happening to me. I wasn't overwhelmed. I was just into it. A last burst of speed. My front legs touched the beetle. He dodged left, but too slow. I clambered right up on his back. I positioned my jaws with their deadly fangs and... Marco, what are you doing? It was Axe. I scampered down off the beetle, feeling like I'd been caught doing something wrong. The beetle ran on, relieved to have escaped. If beetles can feel relief. Nothing. I was just letting the spider be a spider. It was a pretty good answer, I thought. I guess its instincts kind of carried me away. Marco, I morphed the identical spider, Axe said. I felt a wave of guilt and shame suddenly swell up inside me. Axe, it was just a cockroach. Who cares? Come on, we have a job to do. Sometimes humans worry me, Axe said. I didn't ask him what he meant. Why had I gotten so into the hunt? Why hadn't I resisted the urge? I flashed on the rage I'd felt when I talked to Tom. Was that it? I think it's this way, Axe said. He took the lead, and I saw him moving in front of me, a spider scurrying effortlessly on his eight legs. I fell in behind him. I was calm now. The incredible, insane rush of the chase was over.
Now the spider was just a tool I was using. Suddenly, from the sky, something fell toward me. It landed right between Axe and me. A grasshopper, three, four times our size. It looked like an elephant. Then, thwap, it fired its huge hind legs and shot into the air. It disappeared as quickly as it had arrived. We raced on through the forest, covering the two hundred feet between us and the edge of the party. I sensed the nearness of humans. I heard vibrations that might have been speech, but the voices were too garbled to make any sense out of. Hey, Marco, Axe, you guys around? It was Jake's thought-speak voice. Yes, Prince Jake, Axe answered. We are here. We're not pretty, but we're here, I added. Cool. I'm not exactly handsome myself. I'm in Flymorph. Haven't found our boy Eric yet, though. Something massive and slow appeared in the air above me. I scampered sideways. It landed slowly with a loud woomph. A human foot. A shoe. Nike. You know, I'd been worrying someone might step on me, I said. But humans are so slow. Be careful anyway, Jake said. Let me know if you find Eric. I don't know how I'm supposed to recognize him, I complained. These spider eyes aren't good at seeing distances, and human heads seem to be way up in the clouds from where I'm crawling down here. But Axe and I went on, skittering swiftly through a forest of huge, slow-moving legs and feet. Then, right in front of me, I saw it. It looked like a bare human foot, except that I could see through the skin, through the toenails. With my eight strange, distorted spider eyes, I could see right through the electronic haze of the hologram. I could see what was beneath the hologram. I saw what looked like interlocking plates of steel and ivory. The foot had no toes. In fact, it wasn't shaped like a human foot, more like a paw. It was not human, and everything in my tingling, buzzing, hyper-spider senses told me it was not alive. Axe? Yes, I see it. What is it? I do not know. It looks like a machine, almost. Like it's made out of metal. Yes, Axe said. I think your friend Eric may be an android. <laughs>